everyone. Welcome to this week's recording of Times Will Tell, the Times of Israel's feature piece that comes out every Friday. Today I'm speaking to David Kishka, founder and producer of the Israeli Cuisine Festival. That's how I'm translating it into English. David, you can correct me later if you want to, which opens November 11th around Israel. It's very exciting because it really is one of these in-person events and besides just eating, getting to eat great food and doing other things, it means that we'll be doing this in person, which I don't know about you, but I'm very excited about that. I'm going to let David explain more about it. But in the meantime, I want to tell you who he is. David is a culinary entrepreneur, among many other things. He is the chairman of the Israeli Association for Culinary Culture which is a pro bono position. But what does it mean? It means that he is the guy who knows pretty much everything culinary that goes on in this country. He creates experiences where diners get to taste and visit restaurants, culinary sites, tour places, and have food experiences that they may not otherwise have the opportunity to try. A little bit more about him. David grew up in Jerusalem, has lived in Paris, is, he is a French speaker. We'll speak more about that later. He's managed restaurants as well as, I just found this out, he was the manager of the of the general office of the Parks and Nature Authority. Did I get that correct, David? Which is a very interesting piece of his background. Before he embarked on this career of showing and introducing Israeli cuisine, both locally and abroad. So we're going to welcome David, who's also known simply by many people as Kishka. How are you? Hi, Jessica. Good. Good. Very happy to be here. And we are happy to have you. I think I think we need to start by you talking about your last name, which is just a great last name because you know, what did I what do I first think of? I think of stuffed derma that often often gets served in Shalant in that long cooked stew. I must say, of course, I love Kishke and I love Chulant. Uh, of course you do. Chamin, chamin, as we say in Hebrew. Um, actually, Hebrew. it's a it's a Polish name. Uh, okay. My father, my father, did his aliyah and came to Israel from Belgium. But uh, originally, uh, the family is a Jewish Polish family, and probably one of my ancestors was uh, preparing and making the kishke, or maybe was a, a butcher. So me being in the culinary scene today in Israel, I think it was probably my destiny, you know? It's providential. It's a fantastic name for you and what you do. Okay. I'm glad to hear that. So why don't we start off by telling us a little bit about this festival that's starting on November 11th, and that has, I don't know, dozens of events. It's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, tell us so a little bit about it. So we have actually uh, uh, around 50 events uh, and only because it's the first year and it's still a COVID year and hopefully next year we're going to have between 150 and 200 events. Okay. Um, the idea was uh, founded before the COVID uh, by uh, uh, Nirit Weiss, which is also an entrepreneur in this uh, culinary scene. Uh, right. She was doing the round table for many years and she did lots of things. And uh, I think the next step uh, she had in mind was to, to create something. We, we don't need the, uh, uh, the chef from abroad to come to Israel and show us something else and new. And we have to right. be proud 
of the the the, the food and the culinary culture we have. And I am um, one of the entrepreneurs of this uh, festival along with her and also Yoni Feingold, ex-owner of the Zappa, you know, the Zappa for all the concerts. Sure. So sure. now the owner of a group called Two Mix, which is basically an uh, a, a site e-commerce that sells events. So together we decided it. it is really, really, really about time to create a festival and it's called the Israeli Cuisine Festival and Awards by American Express. Uh, and I must say I'm also very proud of uh, American Express because we need those sponsors to, you know, to, sure. to let us make our dreams come true. And we wanted to put all our knowledge uh, um, and all the beautiful things we have in Israel, which means the vineyards and the small producers, along with the market tours, the tasting you can have all over, and of course the restaurant, the chefs, and all, all the, the, the surrounding of what we can say is supporting uh, the culinary scene and the culinary culture. We have... Right. For many years, um, uh, work in 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 this scene, and I think the evolution of uh, 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 of the COVID actually um, bring people to uh, admire more and more what what is going on around here in Israel. Uh, but right. also, to, but also, um, I think you know uh, uh, we have now for the last few years. We have been exporting the knowledge of the Israeli cuisine and the Israeli uh, vibe, the Mediterranean, the sure. happiness, the sharing food. And you can see it with Eyal Shani Pitas from Singapore, right, or, Melbourne, right. Vienna, and Manhattan. But right. Or the whole also... cauliflowers, right? <laughs> exactly. Whole... Yeah. Right. The, yeah. 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 But you can also see uh, Galben Moshe, which yep. is actually coming on next. Uh, week from Berlin. Uh, he's a Michelin star uh, Israeli owner of a restaurant in Berlin. And of course, Asaf Ganit uh, in Paris that got his uh, Michelin star. So I think also all over the world, people are uh, starting to understand that this melting pot we have around here, because few will say, what is exactly Israeli cuisine? What we is Israeli so, cuisine? We are so young a country. We, we can't, uh, but, uh, you know, I hear it sometimes. People have uh, a problem sometimes to, to, to understand that it's okay to be an immigrant country and it's okay to take a little bit of the Mediterranean cuisine because sometimes the same salad the guy eats in Cyprus, Turkey or Greek we eat the same, and it's okay also to have some of the Arabic and Palestinian food, along with 70 or 80 Jewish cuisines that came from all over, from Uzbekistan to Morocco, Libya, uh, uh, France, Poland, and, uh, and Brazil, Argentina, you right. name it, all over. And if you take all of this, uh, um, this big melting pot, along with, I think, the very young, talented Israeli chef that actually like to break the rules because we don't have so many uh, um, cooking uh, technique and rules and right. tradition that are uh, old for 300, 400 or 500 years like 
in France or Europe or in other cultures. So sometimes it's easier to break the rules over here along with uh, uh, um, excellent ingredients as the olive oil. And actually, we are doing this uh, uh, Israeli cuisine festival. Right, you're doing the, a tour, right. We, we're doing few tours around the olive oil, but it's on the, on the period, uh, uh, really the, the season of the making right. of the olive this oil. This is the season, right. Mm-hmm. This is the season. And so we bring all the, the, the excellent a type of uh, uh, Israeli olive oil to the chef uh, to do special dishes with this. Um, so I'm very excited because it is really the first festival that has this name of Israeli cuisine. I think it was, sometimes people get into politics and, and, and uh, how could you say only, it's not only Israeli, it's uh, all the right. region, etc. I'm tired of it, actually. I'm very proud to have the cuisine here, not as a nationalism cuisine but i think we should be proud you know of what we have around it and and, and it's developing in a very interesting way i think so uh, i remember 20 years ago 30 years ago i'm 45 now okay i grew up in israel so i right. think we have really really the the last 10 years and five years and also i was saying i was telling you about the covid that the respect to the uh, the local stuff and local products uh, mm-hmm. grow up um, and I, I'm very very proud and happy about it and I'm also I must say I'm very happy to uh, to do this festival so the, the restaurateur, the chef and, and all the, the guys that are involved after terrible two years they had sure. and, and also uh, uh, the hotels Dan hotels are also taking part so I think for everybody uh, it's, it's it's an opportunity very, very, it's an opportunity and a very good way to to end 2021. Uh, I must say, say goodbye we, to 2021. Yeah, <laughs> goodbye, and uh, uh, and on the uh, beginning of December we're gonna have also the Israeli Cuisine Award because wait. So let me let me pause you for a second, Kishka. So yeah. it's okay if I call you Kishka, right? Of course, I can call. So first, do me a favor, back up for a second, and I definitely want to talk about the awards. Let's first focus a little bit on your definition and your, I want to, I want to explain to listeners for a second that this whole concept of Israeli cuisine, is there such a thing as Israeli cuisine? This is something that's been debated for a long time. As Kishka points out, a lot of Israeli chefs who are, who might live abroad and work abroad or, you know, worked in Israel and then went to work abroad. There's a little bit of a discomfort sometimes of owning that there is such a thing as Israeli cuisine, even though there are so many chefs and so many cookbooks and so many great restaurants, because there's that sense that, well, we, because as Kishka points out that we took from these different cuisines, therefore that means that we can't own it. So I want to ask you though, you point to fresh vegetables, to fresh produce, you point to the olive oil. What do you think, give us a real, what's your definition though of Israeli cuisine? What is it? How do you explain it? So as I said, I think it's it's the the all together. If you take the melting I, I pot, ta- the melting mm-hmm. pot of the Jewish communities that came from 70, 80 different uh, cuisine, okay, right. And you have the Mediterranean part influence, right. And you have uh, geographically and 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 uh, 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 the tradition of the Arab and Palestinian cuisine around us. Uh, but then you can also take the Judaism, the kosher 
בחלה of, of the, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, the Jewish holiday, the kosher uh, influence uh, on the cuisine, along together with the local product, but the knowledge also of the uh, young chefs that are studying in Europe, in big school, in Cordon Bleu, that are doing uh, uh, also some of the BA, MA in, in gastronomy, in culinary, uh, in vineyards, and they are coming back to Israel with lots of knowledge, And honestly, you can find here gorgeous uh, wine and excellent uh, goat cheese and, 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 and meat and vegetable and olive oil. And all together, uh, when you gather it, it's a part of our identity and it's a part of a culinary culture. Yes, for sure, we are very young in this culinary scene, but I think being uh, a little bit, uh, as I told you, breaking the rules, Uh, but also having, you know, if I look at my friend, are sometimes all of us are a salad of origin. Uh, right. One grandfather is a Greek, another one is Egyptian, another is Algerian, Polish, American. So those guys are really influenced by so many uh, uh, cuisine. Um, and, and I think this is why people also like to come to Israel. The gastro-tourism became right. a big, big reason. I think people are coming here Uh, of course, we have uh, a history and a, a legacy of uh, history and holy places, but um, uh, many of the people in their three, uh, f- the, the, the three first... The third, fourth, the, shit, right. The third in the to-do list, and sometimes it's the first or the second, is actually coming uh, to, to, to explore Israel uh, in a culinary way. I see it all over. I used to work with many of the um, tailor-made companies that brings chefs and, and also uh, uh, TV channels and uh, journalists from all over. Uh, I did it also for the Ministry of Tourism. And uh, uh, I think we really have a, a, a very uh, interesting uh, culinary scene around here. And people understand Uh, more and more, it is a part of our uh, identity. So, you know, uh, I think we have to, to show it up. Hi, this is Raoul Wutliff, the producer of the Times of Israel Daily Briefing, your 15-minute daily update on what's important in Israel, the Middle East, and the Jewish world. Listen to us Sunday through Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts, or on the mothership, thetimesofisrael.com. So going back to the festival, uh, let's talk a little bit about what some of the events are. And then let's also talk about the awards, which, as you point out, are going to take place in early December. Uh, you yeah. have a real mix of events. There are yeah. chef's meals. There are tours in olive orchards and in vineyards. There are some kosher meals. There are many that are also not. How do you make this kind of mix when you're putting this together? What are you looking to create for your audience? So, uh, as I said, first of all, it's a first year. So we, we really try to, to curate uh, uh, different kind of events uh, and not only uh, uh, dinner uh, in, a, in a restaurant, but everything is, uh, is an original content. Everything was made especially for us and usually for one evening or just one meeting and it can be very personal sometimes it's the opportunity and a great occasion to meet 
a great chef or to do a, 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 um, a hummus demo with the Kosem that is very, very known also for the, the hummus book he wrote with the early uh, Pali Bolstein. So they're doing a, a, a demo and a talk about it. But you can That's also find, also find the biggest chef that influenced and described the Israeli cuisine like Ezra Kedem uh, in Enkarem nearby Jerusalem or Erez Komrovsky in his home in Matat back up north. Up north, Chaim Cohen, right. Up north. Chaim Cohen is doing one kosher meal in the King David Hotel in Jerusalem. Ran Shmueli also is doing a kosher from the Claro restaurant. You know, he's doing a kosher meal in Danakadia Resort. Raz uh, Raha from OCD. You know, it's a restaurant you can get uh, 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 a place and it's also a non-kosher restaurant. So it's an opportunity also for uh, people that uh, would like to I keep kosher. kosher. Mm-hmm. Keep kosher. And also there are meeting and chef talks and meeting with those people. You have uh, um, uh, lots of uh, market tour in uh, Nazareth, uh, Akko, uh, Haifa, Jerusalem, Tel Aviv. So right. really people that are all over the, the country. Mar- the market tour, uh, uh, along with the, those food stalls, but also with the street food, because the street food is really, really important in the Israeli scene, in our, in our identity. We eat a lot uh, back there in the street, actually, because we have a great weather most of the year, and we are always looking for a good value for money. So the street food scene, <laughs> which is, yeah, 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 yeah. It's very interesting. As I told you, Galben Moshe from Berlin is coming next week with a pop-up. Right. A real Michelin star, 17, 17 dishes, tasting menu with wine, wine pairing. Uh, it's going to be great. And Tomer Tal, George Vejon, Avivit, uh, uh, and Luna. Avivit is the chef, the owner of Uzeria, and Luna Zriek from Nazareth. They are doing like a back-to-back dinner the 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 arab palestinian and the israeli interpretation for for the same dishes so it's really really unique uh in magdalena up north near the kineret so wow a lot a lot and we have some some of the um event are free um uh, some are uh, quite expensive also because they are very unique sure uh, in jerusalem you find Fringe restaurant, Semach, Mona, Jaco Street. So it's really, really rich. As I told you, it's like 50 uh, um, events. 50 events. Um, so let me ask and- you this there's fewer kosher events, which makes mm-hmm. sense because there's fewer kosher restaurants that are of the same level, let's say, as the chef restaurants that you have in Tel Aviv. But, mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm curious, how do you make the decision of deciding to take a, you know, a chef like Chaim Cohen and have him do a kosher event in the King David? How do you mix that? So, how do you make those decisions? So, uh, first of all, the, the Dan Hotels are also a sponsor of this festival. Um, and we, we had in mind to do those unique culinary weekends in, in the uh, few of the Dan Hotels. Uh, actually, you have a lot. You have a dinner with a big chef. Uh, followed the next day, you have also uh, a music concert with Israeli singers and band 
and you have a market tour and tasting menu and tasting of wine and, and cocktails. So you have many, many things during those weekends. And, and the idea was, uh, again, to bring a few of the biggest Israeli chefs that are influencing the Israeli cuisine and, and bring them to do a kosher meal. I think it's really an opportunity. You don't have to, you know, to punish people that eat kosher, but I think it is a great occasion to, to eat uh, from those chefs' hands and also to meet them uh, in a very, I would say, almost a personal uh, way because it's like between one... 180 to 220 people in each of the dinner mm-hmm. and the chef is going to be there and some of them you know are, are, are talking and speaking to the people explaining their their uh, source of uh, um, inspiration uh, inspiration exactly about the menu so it's very very interesting very interesting and uh, I'm, I'm very happy those chefs uh, agreed So tell us about the awards. It sounds a little bit like you're getting into James Beard territory in the States. Is that the idea? To uh, finally no, the, really put a stamp on Israeli cuisine? It's, uh, it's really a way to say uh, thank you, bravo, you know, and especially after this year. Well, I, I, I guess we're going to do it every year, but especially after this COVID year, uh, I think people sometimes really need to, to, to hear it's not about the competition, you know, it's not an ego thing. It's not who is the biggest, the best. The, but I think, yeah, people are working very hard. Uh, and sometimes to, to, to have a price uh, and to be awarded, I think, it's, uh, I think it's important. Actually, I really think it's important. And uh, uh, we are very happy to, to do it. And then... Going back, you mentioned that there's um, events and meals in Nazareth, uh, in Haifa, with Arab and Palestinian chefs. Um, I'm curious if that was something that was complicated to arrange, was obvious to arrange. I'm actually also thinking about the fact that Sami Tamimi, the Palestinian chef who worked closely with Yotam Otelenghi, is coming to Israel for the first time in like 17 years. So mm-hmm. I'm just sort of thinking about all those relationships and uh, I'm mixing apples and oranges a little bit, but I'm wondering from your perspective, what was, what is the reaction of Palestinian chefs who are very active in the Israeli food scene to participating in your, in this event? Okay. So, uh, well, the, first of all, I must say Sami Tamimi is not coming uh, for the festival. It's a, yes, it's yes, another, he's not. That, thank you for it's, pointing it's that out. It's not a right. part of the festival. It's another event. Um, uh, for me, it's obvious. I mean, I have Arab-Palestinian friends. Uh, I must say, you don't, we don't have real uh, uh, chefs from uh, Palestine, the territories, I mean, from Ramallah or... Or Nablus, not yet, I hope, you know, uh, in maybe in a few years, because still the name of the Israeli Cuisine Festival, not everybody likes it. And I'm okay with that, you know, if people need their own definition of identity. And we are in this area, it is very, very uh, delicate sometimes. And, and of course, some of the, some of the Arab Israeli, yes, there are Israeli Arab. Uh, not Palestinian, uh, didn't want to take part uh, because of their audience. And some uh, actually understand, of course, they live in Israel. They are Israeli. They sometimes they teach in Israel. They work in Israel. They enjoy the Israeli 
uh, uh, people to, to, to come all over, no matter what religion or background you have. And I think it's not even an issue for me. I mean, we live here together, and I, I know people like to see the, the, the you know, the uh, let's come together and, and, and peace and love through food is excellent. I'm not trying to sell uh, those ideas. Uh, food is not going to bring peace. It's always very, it, it, it's, it's very interesting actually to have sometimes this, uh, uh, um, uh, sometimes the two tradition, like I told you one chef from Nazareth and a chef from Tel Aviv. I'm sure. just looking, I really, I'm looking for, uh, uh, for the, the, I, I like people. I'm I'm a citizen of the world, and I I don't even look where do you come from, who, what is your religion, and uh, and I'm happy that there are few that of course are taking part because they understand it's they, they are Israeli as well and they are a part sure. of the Israeli cuisine. Of course, and I told you before, we have lots of Israeli of Arab and Palestinian. Uh, uh, um, in participants in our right in mm-hmm. in, our, in our food and and it's okay you know right you know uh, 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 in America you know pasta and pizza you, you can't say no 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 it's Italian no no it's an American food today and and in many countries the croissant is from uh, Austria Vienna it's not French so what who cares you know <laughs> sometimes after so many years in one area it's geopolitic and and it's identity issues i i'm i'm being very proud of uh, of of the area we live here i love the people that live here all of them and let's just eat together and, and forget about the eat good the, food together and only good food for only me only good food only good so food here's my one of my last questions for you is how many of these events are you going to go to i mean how many how, how how does someone like you handle this so it's just the producer of the, the festival was just asking me uh, today. Uh, and I hope to be in 80% of the uh, events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I must tell you, I'm proud of each one of them. I, I love the people really that are uh, uh, behind every, uh, every of those events. And I really think they are unique. And I hope. I can get to be in all of them, but I know that sometimes I, I can't really do it, but in most of them, I'm going to be to to watch it as a proud uh, father. So that means that you could be at how many events in the course of one evening or one day? That could be uh, Sometimes multiple. three or four. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Sometimes three or four. Yeah. And okay. sometimes in different cities, but, uh, um, you know, sometimes it's coming to give a big hug to the chef before and hear the briefing. Always, I must say, to test something, a small, a small bite. Just a, a little before. taste. A Just little a something. little bite and do a story <laughs> for the Instagram. And uh, no, but some of them are really taking part really uh, emotionally also. Uh, and so I'm going to stay more. And sometimes it's also uh, uh, watching the, the, the people, you know, uh, uh, that are coming, our guests, because I feel all of right. them. All, all of you, all of the, all the people that bought tickets are like my my guests, and 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 I wanted to be uh, successful and people to to eat well, have fun, and 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 have great memories because the all those all those events also uh, uh, you know are 
are one of the best memories I think people can have today are through food and a meeting with somebody or a romantic dinner with a good wine and a special dinner or, or a marker to like we have are really, really, really a, a good memory to have. Right. There's nothing like a good meal with good friends. I would agree. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I must, I must ask you the same question, Jessica. What am I going to go to? What how many to? events are you coming to? You know, I don't know. You know, I'm always very drawn to the tours. That's always a big draw for me. Um, and I love street food. I'm more interested generally in the more casual events. I find that's what my, my eye mm -hmm. goes to the more casual events than to the more formal many course events. Um, Of course, Michelin-starred meals are nothing to sneeze at because go, when you, I've had a couple of meals with Michelin-star chefs, and they are something to behold. There's nothing quite like it, really. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and then the other opportunity that I think that you really offer is this opportunity to go to meals in different parts of the country because that always gives you a different feeling. Not just focusing on Tel Aviv or Jerusalem, where I live, but really making yourself take a drive somewhere and go somewhere that you haven't actually been before. That's always a good one. So, so I think you should, you, you should just come with me, actually. I, I'm thinking yeah, I should just tag after you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. You'll okay. be like my assistant for the festival. Okay, I'm there. Okay, no problem. You're here. Excellent. Great. I won't be, I won't be doing podcasts or uh, museum tours for a while. So David's yeah, going to yeah, be meeting yeah. me. <laughs> Well, it has been such a pleasure having you, Kishka. Really, I uh, we're it's an honor, and we're excited to really help launch this uh, this event, and hope that a lot of our listeners get to go try some of the events out. And if they don't make it this year, then next year. Exactly. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for being with us on this issue of Times Will Tell. Signing off. Hi, it's Sarah Tuttle Singer from the Times of Israel. Come join our community and support fast and fair independent journalism. You can sign up with the link at the bottom of every single article on the site. Thank you so much for listening to Times Will Tell and a special thanks to TLV1 Studios for sound production help. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to Times Will Tell on all podcast platforms. Mm -hmm.